0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You ready? Showtime.
1: On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy.
0: We'll do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes.
1: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read at PG 13.
0: Good afternoon, everybody. Marks and Reese on a Thursday. We'll make it a Hurts day for today. Johnny Marks. And we've finally gotten to the time of the week where Elliot Shore Parks is my ho- co-host in for Ike Reese. ESP, the moment everyone's been waiting for. I think <laughs> fair to say, what's up, buddy? Nah, no, I mean Tom Kelly, Bill
2: Mats, great job Fine throughout job, the yes. week. Yes, it was very. Uh, I don't often get to hear them. It was it was awesome to to get to hear them. But fortunately, I'm in now. So yeah. here we go. Now the
0: uh, the main course is here, and it's Elliot Shore Parks, <laughs> and, and Elliot's on a day as a station, as a show, as individuals. Not everybody went back and watched the game last night. Yeah. Um, some people didn't have access to it, whatever it is. But uh, I watched it last night. I know you did. Uh, Nick Earnshaw is our producer today. He went back and watched it last night. And um, I'd like to say it was neat. to it, You had said this to me, and it, it's hard to to describe going back. It it was I don't know if it was weird. Like it was neat to go back and watch it, but at the same time, it was heartbreaking at the same time to actually watch it because you're picking up different things and I know you probably don't remember it the same because you were working and you yeah, were there so and everything.
2: I was at the stadium in the press box, and then afterwards I rewatched it, but I watched the the coaches tape, the all twenty two. So this was my first chance to to watch the broadcast, like the game everybody else saw with the commentary and seeing them on the sideline and all those things. And uh you know, we'll talk about this in a little bit, but I will say it did really make me excited for the start of football again. Like as much as it's as fun as it is talking to the Sixers and the Phillies, man, I can't wait for this season to start back up and watching that game really uh reinvigorated that. But I was surprised watching it. Lot when I watched it live, you know, I thought they played a really good game and they lost to a good team. Re-watching it, the offense blew this. And it really surprised me that I didn't see it the first time. When you rewatch this game, they didn't lose because of the defense. They lost because of the offense. The offense made so many uncharacteristic mistakes. It was hard to watch. Like, all year we watched this team, and they were clean, right? No turnovers. Jalen, one of the best in the league at taking care of the ball. They were awesome at situational football. Nick, Nick talked about it all season and how much they emphasize it. Even the new players on the roster now have talked about how much the Eagles emphasize it. Great play calling. Aggressive play calling. That all went out the window in the Super Bowl. And then, you know, going back and watching it, I'm writing down all these mistakes they made, and it's staggering how much, like, how it adds up so quickly. So, first play of the game, fumble by Miles Sanders. I know it went out of bounds, so it didn't hurt him, but it set the tone for a sloppy day. Second drive of the game. First play, holding, second and 20, puts them in a tough situation, they go three and out. Later on. Third down, third and one, penalty on Sayamalu, we all remember. They have to redo the play. And then, of course, the biggest play of the game happens with Jalen Hurts. Later in the game, Miles Sanders almost fumbles the ball. They got away with that. They that did. should have been a touchdown. Quez drops the ball. A delay game at the start of the third. Um, poor play calling, a lot of short play calls. It really surprised me how despite scoring 35 points, like they still they still had a good day on offense in a lot of ways, the offense blew it. And when I watch that game and I think about how close they were to winning it, man, I come away discouraged. And I say, like just watching it on the TV and watching, you know, Jalen and how well he played in a lot of ways and all these things, it's going to be so, so hard to get back to that moment, to to be that close. It, it, so I, I came away uh, surprised at, at at really how much criticism the defense has gotten because I think the offense deserves more, but also just like – Man, they were so
0: close. They were no. I, I honestly, I like gutted after a while, like gutted. Uh, I, I, and I went back and I looked at at the tweets that I had after the game, uh, and kind of how I was feeling after the game. And it was very matter of fact how I was tweeting, which was like, Eagles only made a couple mistakes. The Chiefs capitalized on those mistakes. Um, the punt return was 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 a, cr- a, cr- a crusher, just yeah. an absolute crusher. Um, and the the couple mistakes that they made, Jalen's. Um, Jalen's fumble or whatever and the Chiefs capitalized on it and I think I felt after the game that the better team had won and then I watched the I rewatched the game and I've watched it a couple times now but rewatching the game from a, a fresh perspective I feel much worse than I did after the game was over. I was mm-hmm. obviously disappointed, but I felt like, like, all right, like the Eagles still played really well, and it was a fluky penalty against James Bradbury. Which, by the way, it was a fluky penalty against James Bradbury. Okay, he grabbed him for a second. Yeah, there's no shouldn't have, way shouldn't have thrown the flag. Ticky tack. Yep, ridiculous. So I felt like there were factors, and if the Eagles could have just gotten the ball back, I still believe that they would have won the game. Um, but like, just gutted because it feels like the Eagles blew the game. The Chiefs didn't win this game. The Eagles blew the game. They had a ten-point halftime lead. Even with the Jalen Hurts fumble, the scoop and score, they were still up ten points in the second half. The problem was, you had said you don't blame the defense at all. The defense couldn't get off the field in the second half. Mm-hmm. So, sure, point to point to some of the point to some of the you know the Jalen scoop and score, the fumble, some of the penalties. I don't think they did a good job of play calling in the second half. Sirianni did like. They had a weird second half. It felt like that that they were that the moment was too big, and they weren't coaching like they normally would or they did during the regular season. I don't think the defense played well at all. And, and like Jonathan Gannon, I didn't think very much of Jonathan Gannon before the game, and I wasn't surprised after the game. They got beat by a great quarterback, the best quarterback in the NFL. But the defense couldn't get off the field. So we could talk about a lot of different moments. The biggest gut, like the biggest gut punches is, like if you just look at the Chiefs, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Touchdown, field goal. And that really could have been a touchdown if they wanted. Right. And one of those touchdowns is five yards. Yes. Right. So, like, that that was on the punt return. So, that's not, I'm not going to throw all that on the defense. But touchdown, 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 field goal. 10 plays, 75 yards. 9 plays, 75 yards. The three plays and five yards after the punt return. And then 12 plays, 66 yards. If they can get a stop on any of those drives, I think the Eagles win. So, I look at this, like, I, it's it made me feel much more worse because I looked at how close they were to winning this game and they were really close. But my like my immediate takeaway is the defense is much worse than I remembered it was.
2: Yeah, and you know, the defense didn't play well, no question. And the defense, Gannon was absolutely outcoached by Andy Reid. But another reality is if you look at it, one of those touchdowns the Chiefs scored was on the offense. And the other one was on the special teams. So if you take those 14 points away, they effectively gave up 24 points to the Chiefs. And I think everybody would have taken that going into the game. For sure. What we didn't expect to see was sloppy play on offense. So when I rewatch that game, it's the offense's fault. They fumbled the ball away. They were bad in the second half. They had bad penalties. This stat, you know, I remember sitting in the press box uh, in Arizona. And Mahomes, at that point, you think his ankles hurt and all those things. Yeah. And I'm like, they are winning this game. And I had supreme confidence in that. And I went back and looked. Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts, since they've become a quarterback-head coach duo, heading into that Super Bowl, 21-0 and with a 10-point lead. 21 games with 10 points of, of a lead of at least 10 at some point in the game, never lost up until that Super Bowl. And I think the reason they lost is because they became sloppy in the second half, and I think a lot of the play calling on Sirianni and Shane Steichen too, by the way. A lot of the play calling and decision making cost them this game. Not going for it on fourth down. It's fourth and 3. Agreed. I think they're at their own 35. The Chiefs had just taken the lead, and I understand that's a it's a risky spot to fourth go for. Fourth and 3
0: it. at their own 32.
2: Yep, and I think there's about 10 minutes to play. 10 minutes. I yep. understand that's unconventional situation to go for. But guess what? Why do the Eagles have their only Super Bowl ring ever? Because they unconventional. coached unconventionally, the defense yeah. wasn't that good. wasn't good in that game against uh, with Jim Schwartz. They made big plays at the end, but ultimately they were not good in that game. They won because Doug went for it on fourth and one when they when the Patriots had just taken the league. They won because Doug went for it on fourth and goal and did the Philly special. Doug coached that game aggressively, and all year Nick Sirianni coached that way, going for it on fourth down, being creative with play calling, all those things. And in the Super Bowl, especially in the second half, but frankly in the first half too, they were so conservative. There were so many times in that game, A, they got behind the sticks, which was surprising, but there were so many times in that game where, you know, second and long, third and long, they're checking it down. They're not throwing it to the sticks. I will say, Jalen Hurts played outstanding. And when you rewatch it, you see yeah, he that he made something out of an offense. That where there was nothing to be had there. The play calling was bad. The pressure was bad. The situational football was bad. Jalen saved them so much with his legs and his arms too. He made a lot of big plays on third down. There was one play on third and eight where he has pressure. He it's coming right at him. He rolls back, avoids it, hits. I think it might have been Devonte Smith for a third and eight throw. Fresh headed of downs. Like that's why Jalen got two hundred fifty million but that's how you win. The game was going to be won with their offense. Jeffrey Lurie effectively said that at the Super Bowl, uh, at the uh, owners' meetings in Arizona. It's an offensive league, and the Eagles' offense was not good enough to win. The Eagles' defense was closer to good enough to win than the Eagles' offense was.
1: Mm.
2: And it was just – I think the fans should feel frustrated by this because all year their offense played so well and didn't make the mistakes they made in that Super Bowl. And I think if they play that game ten times – Hurts doesn't fumble it in nine of them, and they don't get a false start on third and one. But in this game, that happened, and that's why they lost.
0: Two and two, ninety four, ninety four. Two weeks, I think, until the Eagles report to training camp. It's been five months and a day since the Super Bowl loss. Yeah, we're trying to we're trying to get it out of our system today. Here on 94 it's a, it's WIP, a, it's a
2: cleansing day, a
0: purge.
2: What would what, we say last year? Once and for all. Once and for all today. This is the last time we'll talk about the Super Bowl until the ever. next time we do. Until it. I think we're on tomorrow, me and you. So right, we'll, exactly. Yeah, until we'll tomorrow. Bring it up then.
0: Yeah, no. I, by the way, I'm not. This isn't the last time I'm going to talk about it, and this actually made me. This made me feel worse, and it actually makes me want to talk about it more. This is yeah. not going to be a purge. Well, this no, is not going to be the last time I talk about it. And then I'm moving on to the season. No, I almost weirdly enjoyed watching it. Because like, so. I, like
2: I said, I, I miss Eagles football. I, my favorite time of the year is training camp when the season's going on. And to get to sit there and watch it again, and look, obviously the ending result is not what anybody wanted. But there were so many moments of that game where I look around and I'm saying, God, they had talent everywhere. Like, if what, a, what a special season that was. And if it's you're, such a shame the offense blew it.
0: If you're just a fan, that was a wildly entertaining game, right? Yeah. Like, like NFL fans, and I think, I think nationally, we'll get to the phones coming up in a second. But nationally, after the the penalty was called on Bradbury, a lot of reaction was that's ticky tack, and we're we're being robbed of seeing Jalen Hurts and the Eagles with a shot to tire win the game with ninety seconds left to go. Yeah. And, and that's the other thing is as you're watching it and you already know the result. But I remember I remember being on the air, CBS Sports Radio, in the fourth quarter of the game doing a shift, and watching it slowly happen as the Eagles can't get off the field on third down. Remember Pacheco had a 10-yard run, and then Mahomes had a 26-yard run yeah, on, the, right right on the play up the after middle. that. It yep. was third and one. Pacheco gets 10 yards. I think he went the other way
2: than the defense was expecting. Yeah, well, I think it was Chauncey Gardner-Johnson that brought him down. Otherwise, it would have been potentially a touchdown. A touchdown,
0: which actually would have been better
2: And here's the other thing. The moment. Would, would you have onside kicked the ball after the Chiefs took the lead?
0: Would I have onside kicked the ball after the Chiefs took the lead? And I
2: know it's easy to sit here in this studio and say I would have done it. And you're not on the sideline in the Super Bowl in the stadium. But there were so many times watching that game where I thought, man, this is such a chance for Sirianni to put his stamp on this game. To, like, do something that we're going to remember. I'm not saying an onside kick is the Philly special. But when the Chiefs take the lead, I think it was, uh, I don't know, 28-27, something like that. Mm Mm-hmm. The off the the Chiefs' D, uh, offense was clicking on all cylinders. They couldn't get a stop. The Eagles needed momentum back. I don't know, man. Like there were so many chances to be creative there, and I Sirianni didn't do it. I I bet Sirianni watches this game, looks back, and goes, "Man, there's so many decisions I wish I would have back." More than he watches and goes, "The defense should have got a stop."
0: Pass, 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 three and out, and then the punt that they returned down to the five-yard yep. line. Yeah, yep. and I'm pretty sure that series you're
2: talking about the pass, pass, pass. Another good example of the poor, poor play calling. So yep. I think it was second and four, maybe second and seven, something like that. And they're throwing the ball to Zach Pascal.
0: Second and five at the thirty, they threw it to Zach Pascal for two yards. Yeah,
2: and I know you know once the ball is snapped, I'm sure the play wasn't called for Pascal, but once the ball is snapped, you have to read and take what's there. But this is the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl, and you need points. You have Devontae, AJ Brown, Dallas Goddard, running backs. And Zach Pascal is who the well ball didn't goes they take to? a deep Quez shot? Watkins even
0: didn't they take a deep shot on third down there, or it was like a semi deep shot? I think they... he got pressured and
2: just threw and it out of bounds. It. Well, that was the other thing that really stood out. For all this talk about how no one could get pressure because of the because of the field, the Chiefs had no problem getting pressure <laughs> on on Jalen. Now they blitzed to their credit; they blitzed, and the Eagles weren't prepared for it. But there were a lot of times where Jalen had to move out of the pocket like right away, like right after the snap. And again. He made the biggest mistake of the game. But to his credit, there is no shot the Eagles are even competitive in that game if he's not the quarterback.
1: It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas.
0: Let's go to uh, start off with Chuck in Mount Area. Chuck, go ahead, buddy. What up?
1: Hey, Johnny, Marks. Yo, what's going on? Hey, Elliot. What's going on? Hey, Elliot. Listen, what up, Chuck? Man. Good to hear from you, you man. Know, it's you, been a you, while. You, you, you know, you my guy, man. You know, I got nothing but love and respect for you, Same. man. But I mean, I, for you to pin this on the offense, you know what I mean? That defense couldn't stop a nosebleed. Mm-hmm. You understand? what I'm saying? And, and, and you know, Johnny, I want to say to you, Johnny, thank you for coming and joining me five months later because I was devastated after the Super Bowl. You know, now mm-hmm. you finally feel how I felt after that Super Bowl, right? I felt like my heart was ripped out. You know, between the, the, the bad penalty to the, the field, you know, uh, Jalen's fumble, you, you know, Jonathan Gannon and his, his, his mind, i don't know where he was at, in space somewhere, you know what I mean? And then and, well, and the guy, and, and then Nick Sirianni. I blame Nick Sirianni, like I said before, man. You know what I mean? Nick Sirianni. You know, he coached like he never coached before uh, in the Super Bowl. Well,
2: Chuck, you Chuck, know? real quick, because I'm curious for your opinion on this. And I agree. I think the the rewatch of it does not paint Sirianni in a good light. But you're right. Like, the defense definitely played poorly in the second half. I thought they were decent in the first half. There weren't a ton of possessions, but they were they were not good in the second half. Where I fall on it, and I wonder where you do is – like, man, they're going up against Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Their task is so much tougher. The Eagles offense did things that were just so within their control, jumping off on a third down, like issues with substituting in the fourth yeah. quarter of the Super Bowl, fumbling the ball away. Like, it felt like the Eagles offense, while you're right, they probably still overall played a better game than the defense. Their mistakes felt so much more within their control, whereas the defense, like it's such a tougher task.
1: Yeah, I feel as though this, right? I do feel as though this. Looking back at it, you know, what I mean, I think that the Eagles choked that game away. Yeah, you know, what I mean, I don't, I don't want to, I don't believe in the Andy Reid and and Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes wasn't good in the Super Bowl. His numbers was. was oh, was I disagree with you there. He was really his good. Numbers? No, 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 no. I'm talking about before he went to the oh, Super Bowl. Oh, yes, 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 yes. They were horrible numbers. Okay, so I don't. Wanna, listen, in order to beat Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, you got to do what Doug did and Nick did in 2018. You got to say, you know, all, play all balls to the wall mm-hmm. and, and, and play all out, man. You got, you know, go down for on fourth down. You're going down swinging. And Nick Sirianni did not do that. But isn't Nick that Sirianni on the offense the then? Big, I thought that Jonathan Gannon was the biggest reason why we lost. He's a, he's not here no more. But to me, Nick Sirianni, to me, is the biggest reason why the Fluffy U's don't have a second trophy in their locker room. So well, you, so you, you say, he,
0: Chuck, you say Sirianni is the biggest reason.
1: I yes. looking back on it, first, I mean, you know, in hindsight, it's 2020. When I look back at it, I was so mad and emotional about Jonathan Gannon. He's, he, he's, he's a coper, too. But Nick Seriani, I expected more out of him in that Super Bowl. And he got scared, man. He got scared. There's two plays that I can remember that he got scared on. And the one play, like I said, we kicked that field goal. A.J. Brown said he threw it yeah. all but over because only put him up five points instead of going for a fourth and three. And yep. another thing is, too, uh, you know, that, that punt. You know, when you punt it back to an offense, you, that you that can't, can't stop, stop Yeah, You know what I mean? It's it, it just, you, it, you know, he, I expected more. I and mean, when Doug was in that opportunity, Doug took advantage of it against the greatest coach all time and arguably the greatest quarterback all time. You, you, in order to beat Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, they had to do that. And I blame Nick Sirianni. And you it. know
0: what, Chuck? And and I think Elliot appreciated appreciate it, man. Elliot said it, if. Doug doesn't have a perfect day against Bill Belichick. The Eagles lose that Super Bowl too. Yeah. Nick Sirianni needed to have a better day, and it certainly was one of the main takeaways I had. Was just like it wasn't. It wasn't a clean game by the head coach. He coached differently. They did things differently than he did during the regular season. That made them successful. Mm-hmm. Doug came into the Super Bowl and said, "You know what? Bleep the Patriots. Bleep Bill yeah. Belichick. We're to win this." Yep. And Doug, Nick Sirianni didn't feel like had that same. Had that same attitude to no. him.
2: No. I mean, Chuck brought it up. You know, the field goal. A.J. Brown said himself. It felt like it w- was over at that point. But, yeah, when you go back and watch, man, like I-, I think what's interesting about it is they made so many mistakes that were within their control that you don't normally see. And despite all that, I still think the Chiefs are the only team in the league that beats them that day. Yep. I don't think the Bills beat them if the Eagles play the same game. I don't think the Bengals beat them. We know the Niners won't beat them because we saw that the week before. Or two weeks before, so they ran into a, a great coach, a great team. I think we underestimated, or at least some people underestimated, how good the Chiefs were. But despite all that, if the offense just plays a cleaner game, we're not we're reliving this game today, but we're doing it in a much different light. Like if, if the fumble doesn't happen, if the penalties don't happen, they win the game. The defense plays the same exact game they played, and mm. the offense makes a few less like avoidable mistakes. And we're talking about, like, is this Super Bowl win better than the one over the Patriots? You know, like, what's the uh, one you remember more? would you like more? to
0: compare the Super Bowl wins?
2: Yeah, think of all those shows, so right? Cool. Who was better in the Super Bowl, Knicker or, or Jalen? Like, those are the shows we're doing. But unfortunately, the they offense made a bunch of mistakes.
0: All right, so who do you blame more for the loss in the Super Bowl, offense or defense? That's our Twitter question brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. For the best selection of diamond and gauge and rings, visit the only local jeweler with over 2,000 five-star Google reviews marks Defense is clearly getting most of the blame here, 90%, to the tune of 90%, which doesn't so. surprise us.
2: Well, what's interesting is Chuck, whose football opinion I, I really respect, called in and was like, Elliot, I disagree with you, and then pinned the thing on Sirianni. Right. Who's the offense, basically. Like, Gannon's the defense, Sirianni's the offense.
1: Yeah. I, I,
0: the, it's I And I do blame the defense, but also, like, I'm, I want, I'm not surprised. Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy and Pat Mahomes right. got the better of the Eagles defense and Jonathan Gannon. I'm not surprised about that in hindsight. And I think maybe after the game, that's why my reaction was, came down to a couple of plays and, and the Eagles didn't execute, the Chiefs did. And that was the bottom line in the game. But then when you go back and you're like, well, damn, if they're cleaner, if Sirianni yeah. makes a couple of different decisions, if Doug makes... Uh, In in a couple of different instances in the Super Bowl, Doug Peterson makes, doesn't go for it on fourth down where they convert, doesn't go for the Philly special, uh, kicks a field goal, picks a different play that doesn't convert. They lose that Super Bowl. I watched last night's game, and I was thinking the same thing. Damn it, Nick if say, Samula doesn't go offsides yep it uh, doesn't false start and then they have to change their play and then that's when the the scoop and score happened with Jalen Hurts so many plays that went right for the Eagles in 2017 2018 went wrong for them well and also rewatching the
2: game this really stood out like they only gave up 14 points going into the fourth quarter for yep. the first 3 quarters of the game the Eagles defense held the Kansas City Chiefs probably the number 1 offense in the NFL to 14 points. Yeah. You got to win those games. When you, you give up 14 them. points, and again, I'll, I'll say it, 21-0 when they had a 10-point lead. The Eagles offense knows how to win these games. When you're up big in the NFL, you win those games on the offensive side of the ball. It's managing the clock. It's not making dumb mistakes. It's right. not turning it over. They knew how to do that, and they did not do it in the most important game of the season.
0: Did you tweet that stat out yet, or is that coming? I did not. I was holding it for oh, the Oh, man. you got to tweet it out right now,
2: Elliot. Come on. A a
0: lot of retweets, threads. I'm sure it'll be out on threads. Threads, Instagram,
2: Facebook. You can find me everywhere.
0: All right. Well, uh, 215-592-9494. That's Nick Earnshaw. He's in for Jack Fritz today as uh, Dan Wilson gets the the day off. 215-592-9494. He'll be answering your phone calls and contributing when we decide that he can contribute. Elliot Shore Parks. But your phone calls on the other side. Where do you stand? You leave the game thinking, man, you know what? The offense really cost them this game. Or you pin it on the defense. And just kind of your reaction five months later as we try to purge and we try to move on to the 2023 season. It's Marks and Reese. We'll come back with your phone calls coming up next.